Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, along with James Smith. I'm Lyle Stokes. James, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff tonight, stuff that yes. people don't know anything about, stuff we don't know anything about. <laughs> that happens a lot. <laughs> it does happen a lot, but that's okay. We're going to have a great time. we got a bunch of people in chat tonight, and uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. I want to say that um, I got a, a message yesterday. Uh, about a guy that was in our area wanted to know if we wanted to go out to lunch today. And, of course, you know me and eating, I'm all over that. So uh, we met Josh Dunnigan and his wife, Christina, and Cindy and I uh, all got together in Springfield today and had a really good dinner and lunch. And, man, what a couple of great folks they are. We absolutely had a blast with them. And in case you don't know who that is, that's the Weekend Angler. And anybody that hasn't checked his videos and stuff out, need to make sure they go over there. Um, Family-oriented with him, his wife, and his daughter, and they do great job on videos. He fishes, he fishes a lot of bodies of water, the Ohio, the Mississippi, uh, Wren Lake, uh, Clinton Lake, I believe, and some other stuff. So be sure to check out Josh's channel, The Weekend Angler. He's got tips on the weekend that are really good. And you'll find some great content. And if you get a chance to meet the guy, be sure to shake his hand. If it's politically correct at the time, you never know these days. Uh, but we had we had a wonderful time with them. And James, we talked about them coming back down to Lake of the Ozarks next year, or the, later this year, and uh, us all getting together and going up there and doing some filming on the lake. And I cannot wait for that. The time they're talking about coming down, the catfish will be on fire, and we'll absolutely have a blast. That's cool. Yeah, I'm glad you did. It's uh, it's pretty neat meeting new YouTubers and people out there that's kind of in the in the same world that we're in as far as YouTube and catfishing and stuff like that. It, it is pretty neat to run into people, and uh, especially like that, you know, he's traveling through and said, hey, let's go eat. Catfishing Dream says, Lyle, I heard you all had – Chicken and Dockery was mentioned. <laughs> well, I promise you one thing. Dockery was mentioned, but we didn't have no chicken. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dockery said something on here. He finds it hard to believe <laughs> what Josh says. Well, <laughs> well, we didn't talk about chicken, but I guarantee you we talked about James Dockery. And we talked about him some more, and then we talked about him a little bit more. <laughs> and we get angers in here Lyle and I did have lunch he said I'll have you to know your name didn't come up not one time <laughs> <laughs> I I told I told him I, when he called me I said we can sit there and eat dinner and have a good time and make fun of James Dockery and he thought that was, <laughs> was the way we should do it <laughs> uh, so James uh, ears must have been burning Oh, I, I'm pretty sure that they probably <laughs> <laughs> What do you say we go over some people in chat? Hey, work. We got All a pile right. of them in tonight. Yes, we do. We got Josh, the weekend angler, and we got JP3 and Sean T. Outdoors and Jim, the cat man, Outdoors Adventures, and Sam Martin, Mark with Catfish and Crappie, and Mike Irwin and Dinks. Oh. Creole Catfishing, Junior Proctor, Finn Seeker TV, Muskrat Adventures. They're going fast now. Did I say yeah. Junior Proctor? Yes, sir. Catfishing, Dream, Sean. Oh, you said Sean. 
I'm starting up here at the top trying to catch the ones we might have missed. Georgia, there's Mr. James Dockey. Jason Ward, of course, Catfish Weekly's in the house. Uh, who else have we? There's Creole in there. Lee Reed. Janice yep, the better half of that bunch, that's for sure. <laughs> ben Seeger, Brian Wagner, Ernie Brown. Miss Skin and Scales Fishing. Welcome, Mrs. Finn Scales. That's a new one on us. Maurice Payson yep. has made it. Chrissy Brown, Sean T. Mo Creek Fishing. A City. Uh, I'm trying it's to catch up where he was, making sure we didn't miss none. There's Parker. It's always, it's get get hooked on D fishing. It's it's always great to have D in here, and believe yeah. me, she is the better part of that couple too. <laughs> I know Chad's in here also, though we love old Chad. Mark yeah. Catfish and Crappies in here. Um, Jason Lamb Ace Catfishing Morales Texas Fishing. Welcome you guys. Yes, David Martin, Dieter Melhorn. Hey buddy, how's it going? Palmetto Cats. Hey, Kevin, I guess you had a long live stream today. I'm sorry I missed it. I was uh, I was busy having lunch. <laughs> we started out at one doctor, took Cindy to another, and then had lunch. But it all worked out. Go. At the end, it was a great day. Joe Buck, 66. World's in the house. Skip Stewart's in the house. Mike Irwin, I believe, was the first one in chat tonight, if I remember correctly. Running Has life. Yeah, let's see. Let's get them back here. Yep. Yeah, a lot of great people. The team cross families in the house. I don't know which one that is. If it might be both of them, I don't know. Here's one that I enjoy very much, and I don't know why I caught it because chat's really running by fast tonight. But Kentucky Catman said, Cindy, tell Lyle that K-Bug said hi, and that's dear to my heart, Jim. I appreciate you letting me know that. Such a sweet young lady. I remember when she was a little bitty thing, and I'd done an interview with her in uh, Monsters on the Ohio down in, in Owensboro, and she looked scared to death, but she'd done as good a job with an interview as anybody we done that day. There's there Mike Lewis, Glenn's Catfishing Adventures. Ryan Swink is my buddy who was on the boat with us the other day. Parker Pursuits. Uh, we're going to have Glenn on the show one night, Lyle. Can't wait. That's going to be a blast. Man catches a lot of great fish. Yes. Pontoon Jody Catfishing. Welcome to Catfish Weekly. You're a new one, I believe. If you aren't, I've missed you in chat. Mad Cat or Catfishing. Yes, Crystal, we will be having the tournament on April the 18th. I have all the rules and stuff wrote down this Wednesday night. We will be discussing the rules. So y'all don't want to miss. If you're coming to the tournament, make sure you tune in Wednesday night for the tournament rules and stuff. And uh, hopefully this crazy governor we got will make sure that we, this will still go on this year. Uh, so. Who well, else we got in here? One thing about it, uh, in case anybody hasn't found out, and I'm sure that everybody by now knows that Catfish Conference has been canceled, but they've, they're going to do some kind of virtual thing on that, so you have to check them out to find out about that or go to Kevin's uh, Palmetto Cat webpage and, and find out there because 
I really don't know anything about it, uh, but I know that was a big letdown for a lot of people. Realville Catfishing, another new one. Welcome to the yes, show. Appreciate have you on here. Yeah, guys and gals, I'd love to see each and every one of you be able to come to the tournament. I really would. But at the same time, your safety and your health is foremost in my mind. Uh, if I would think that any of you might get deathly sick or family members get deathly sick because you traveled across states to come to the tournament, I'd shut it down in a heartbeat. I do not ever want anybody to risk life, limb, or health just to catch a catfish. That's right. Um, I, in here. But yeah, that's that's exactly right. Go ahead with your with your stuff here on the tournament because now's a great time to put that out. Right, right. And I know I, I've been dragging tail guys and gals about this, and it ain't that I've been dragging tail. It's just my plate is full. I'll let my place running over both sides and off into cotton picking floor, guys. But uh, we still in here. We still kicking. We getting pulled from all corners, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. Keep this old man busy. That's right. M&M Lawn Care. Uh, Brandon Cross is in here in case you guys haven't, haven't got it figured out. Um, there's tall Betty Cross in here, too. A couple crossing fishing is Betty. And okay. I'm looking for what Brandon dang it. I just seen it too, but it's going so fast I miss it. Mm -hmm. uh, Brandon Brandon goes by a different name. Okay. But, um, I'm actually what? has life's in here. I'm actually there's Junior Proctor, blue dog catfishing. Man that made the best planer boards on the market in my opinion. Um uh, you don't have to believe me. Just call Junior, get a setup, and try them, and you two will feel that way. Leroy Honeycutt. That's a new name. There's Team Cross Fishing. Uh, that's, that's Betty, Brandon. right? That's Brandon. Oh, okay. That's Brandon, yeah. Okay. Team Cross Fishing is Brandon, and uh, Betty is a couple crosses fishing. But, okay, got you. Uh, yeah. There you go. I don't know why I didn't separate them two. Uh, I just call her Tall Betty. Right. Flatty Daddies is in the house tonight. Hey, we got Flatty Daddy set up to do a show with us in the near future. Yep. Let me see what the date is on that. I can tell you in a momento. I don't remember everything, but I have them all wrote down. Yep. We got, we're going to have quite a few coming up. Yeah, we are. And this one is January 25th. Flatty Daddies will be on Catfish Weekly. We're going to talk about fishing. Uh, we're going to talk about flatheads. We're going to, he catches some really nice blues too. So that ought to be a great show. And uh, we're going to enjoy that very much. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We got a lot of good information and good people that's going to be coming in. Uh, one of them, one of them's going to be surprising a lot of these Carolina boys in here. Uh, uh, who we're going to have on live. When they see who's going to be coming on, they're going to be tripping because this man is uh, from what I understand, is one of the best bait men on the East Coast, and a very well known catfisherman. Uh, he'll be on in a couple of weeks. He just got to let us know what his schedule is right now with all these tournaments going on. He's getting hammered, uh, so he's out busting his tail getting bait every That's day. Awesome. There's Outdoor Dixon, 
I think I mentioned Jason Blackburn, but it's okay to mention people twice. Hooks and Hammocks is another one that I don't think I got that I that's a cool name, isn't it? Yep. Uh did you say Janice DeMint, Roger's wife? She's I think in I here. Did. Uh I think yeah. I, but you know what? We went <laughs> we went names, a bunch of them. They was moving pretty fast there for a little bit. Yep. And I but know yeah, I guys, it, but I, I I've adopted Chad, so uh, be sure to check out fishing with the Chad. <laughs> I kind of adopted him and and my buddy James Dockery. <laughs> oh man, them two are a blast. I have a lot of good conversations with them too. They they rarely agree with me, but you know how kids are. Hey, yeah, they learn sooner or later. Yep, Big Slim ninety one's in the house. That's a uh, new, that's the one that's been here before, but I don't think yeah. we've mentioned him yet. Country yeah. boy catfishing. Well, so guys and gals, everybody yeah. that's in here, check each other out. Check their channel out. Share the love. Absolutely. Doc Lang is in the house. Welcome, Doc. Glad to see you, buddy. Mr. Doc Lang, you probably been having a strange number if you didn't mark my number the last time we talked on your phone. I've been trying to contact you, my friend. Give me a call tomorrow if you get a chance. I know you're a busy man. And I'm just another crazy old Carolina boy. So give me a call if you don't mind. Just want to give you a shout and see how you're doing. Robert James. Uh, you know, oh. I bet if the doctor is in the house tonight, it's because he's not out fishing. Because I think he's been tearing them up. Country boy fishing. I've seen a new name up to here. Pass. Art One Ton Fishing Club. Art, welcome. Yes. Doc says he will do. Good. Thank you, my friend. Uh, I'll just call and see how you're doing. Hadn't talked to you in a while. Make sure you're still down there alive and kicking and catching fish. Man, it's always great to see big numbers in the chat tonight. We're so happy that you guys spend your Monday evenings with James and I. Uh, means a lot to us. And we're going we're gonna to talk about some stuff tonight that we haven't talked about. Uh, right. At least that I don't remember talking about for a long time. Um, and, and this is something that's close to James and it's tagging fish. Um, I have worked at that desperately. And, uh, as you, many of you know, I work real close with the Missouri department of conservation and they tag fish. Sometimes they struggle finding them to tag, but they do do it. And they offer, um, money rewards if you catch one and call it in. And then a lot of them, they don't have that on. And I wanted to tag fish, and that's a definite no-no. And I know there's some guys in Missouri that are doing that illegally. And if you get caught, you're not going to like the results. It's, it's The fines are just astronomical. And they'll make an example out of it because nobody's been caught doing it yet. So it's not worth it to me. Although I want to do it, I even offered to go with them and help them do that, and I got turned down for that. They don't want civilians of any kind doing or having anything to do with it. Well, I think that's a terrible shame, but it's the law and I respect them for what they got. But down South in a lot of States, it's legal to do, and you can buy kits for it legally to do that. Up North, you can do that with waterfowl. Individuals can raise them or net them. In some cases, it's not the same in every state. Right. And you can, can put bands on their legs. And I have actually shot some uh, banded waterfowl that was done by a private individual. And uh, that was very interesting because he could tell you the, 
the litter that they come out of. Now, I'm not sure that's the right terminology that's right. For, for waterfowl, but the and the number, the sex, and the year it was born, the date, and all that stuff. It was really neat to find out, which is basically what what uh, uh, the government does. Right. And that would be really neat on fish if you had ones that was raised in a hatchery, but these are natural fish. And to my knowledge, you can guess at them, but a fishery biologist is probably the only one that can really look at a fish and say, oh, this is six months old, or oh, this is a year old, oh, this is three years old. They can probably get closer to anybody. Um, I would like to think that I'm that good, that, that I could get within a few years of one, but I don't know that I'm not. Probably Dieter, he could probably do it. I think a lot of it, you know, because I've heard so many times that it's a 15-pound fish, but that 15-pound fish might be 20 years old, where you might have a 30-pound fish that ain't but three years old or five years old. It all A lot of it has to do with the DNA That's right. and the water itself. Absolutely. Uh, and what's in I think that there's some, maybe up north, the fish grow, growth rate is slower. I don't know. I don't have a clue about this. That's why I believe that the tagging, if y'all was able to tag, there's so much more information that can be got from people that catch tag fish and actually go on the site and register. Hey, I've caught this fish. This is the number. Uh, look it up. Find out where that fish was caught, all the information. But put your information in that slot, too, at where you found it. It ain't like the public can go in and find all this information. The only way you're going to find this information is if you've caught that fish or if you've tagged that fish. That's right. That That's uh, exactly right. And, and to me, and I think to you, James, the information that can be learned off of these tagged fish, especially in the river system, is amazing. Um the lake system is a, for the most part, is a confined area. Especially if you have big dams like they have at Truman and Lake Ozark, you're kind of confined. Yeah, they are. And, but if you're on the open end of one of them, say Truman, where it runs up the Osage or the Sock River or something, those fish can go nearly Kansas, the Mississippi and the Missouri River. Them fish have figured out how to get through those big dams with the exception of the hydro dam at Keokuk. They, the blues just can't, just don't seem to make it through there for whatever reason. Uh, I'm sure one or two makes it through there, but they're probably either caught on nets or in nets or something because you never, people catch them say they're blues all the time, but when you look at them, they're really channel cat above, above Keokuk. And right. uh, I believe, and I know they don't like the cold weather as it gets in Iowa and, and above, but if that wasn't there, I'm quite sure there'd be more of them above there than there is now. But blues, I've told the story many times of the one that the that Missouri uh, tagged uh, between Chillicothe and Kansas City on the west side of the state. Three years later, they found it below Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, I don't remember the specifics on that. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, man. But there is tons and tons of information that's on the Missouri Department of Conservation's website. And if you have any questions or anything, you can email them and they'll tell you where you can find it or give you the answers. They're really good about that. And they have been tagging fish for years. They shock them up and get them. 
And that's how come I knew a few years ago when the guy told me that they had shocked up several new state and world records on the Missouri and Mississippi River both. And yet, right. and yet to find one on a rod and reel. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah, and who knows what the net guys do? Right. We don't know what, what they get and don't say anything about because they don't want to hear the grief, and they would. And I'd be one of them doing it. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we got a new guy in here. What was it? Ratfish 1000's in here. Wampus Cat's in here. Dieter said something a minute ago, and I missed it. Uh, well, I was talking. Time. Didn't get to. <laughs> yeah, Dieter. I believe that tags come out after about two years. I've tagged hundreds. And they stopped showing up at around 18 months. I think they expel the tags like they do a hook in the mouth. Is that, Dieter, if you can answer that, is that all tags or just certain ones? Or are they all the same? They all come to the same place? Is, is there only one company that makes them? Billy Martin. And some of the tags, you know, like uh, Keith caught that one on my tournament and that tag was broke. And on one of Southeastern's tournaments, I was down there, and one of the fish were caught. And Jeff Manning said that he knew that that was his fish because exactly how it was tagged. Uh, and I just wonder if it's more towards, I don't know, uh, maybe they need to look at a better way of tagging where they don't expel them. Uh, the ones I use are from Fish Tagger, is what Dieter said. Like I say, I, did, I stopped pursuing it when they told me what the fines would cost, you know, it's uh, as bad as I wanted to do it. I even can honest to God, I considered doing it and not telling anybody and keeping the records, but the fines that they was talking about passing out was just, uh, well, I mean, and really loud, unless you catch it, it, if they say not to. So, right. And I mean, plus, plus if you don't catch that fish again, and you can't put it online, then that's a one-sided story. Yeah, you don't get to get anything. Thank you, Matt Catters. We appreciate that so much. Yes, sir. I, I got to give a shout-out to Two Old Vets. Man, I love that yes. that name, and those guys are so important uh, to you and I that I always want to make sure I mention them whenever I see them in here. Peter said it seems like the, the tags stay in better on scaled fish. I'm sure it might, oh. actually a scale might kind of grow around that oh. fish. Dieter. Dieter, the great cat fisherman catching scale fish. He's yeah. trash fishing. Hey, <laughs> got to use them for bait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dieter's like me. He likes using ditch pickles, too. Yeah. <laughs> Jigging with Jake, welcome to the show. I just wanted to give it. Kelly Bullock, welcome. I just wanted to give old Dieter some stuff. But, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, Jigging with Jake, you said that. But yeah, guys and gals, uh, start paying a little more attention. Me and Richard talked today. Warscow, he's uh, he's another tagger on Lake Wiley, and Matthew Anthony's tagging now. Uh, and the reason I brought it up, Matthew had tagged a fish a couple months ago. I can't remember exactly what the post said, and that fish was caught yesterday, today, sometime this week, and. Uh, he got the information back and the fish had actually dropped weight and they was discussing, I think with Dieter and a few more that that could have been the difference in the scales. Uh, he could have caught that fish back when the fish was loading up before winter time and had a full belly. And now it's probably laid there and ain't nowhere near as full as it was. 
we know of some fish that was caught a few years ago and tagged and put in put back in the lake that was huge but were caught again and had lost a lot of weight and everybody says well i wonder why that is lake wally has plenty of forage it ain't for the lack of food and i told him i said to me that would tell me that that fish was maybe on the decline as far as age when you think lyle i would yeah i would I would say you're right about that. Welcome, Mike Lewis. And Uncle Josh is in the house. Jeremy Beecham. Fishing text on land, or is that how I would say it? I don't see that one. Tag from Oklahoma. Those were powerful. is in the house. Uh, so, uh, yeah, guys and gals, pay attention. I'm going to start looking at the around the dorsal fin Lyle and see if there's any marks or whatever where these fish may be expelled those tags like Dieter's talking about uh yeah. i mean even though you can't get the information you still might be able to say all right this was a tagged fish right. uh yeah you ought to be able to see, be able to see something i would think now i'm not like i say i'm no biologist by no means but um uh i i would think if it just re well you know, they grow that back over. It might be a little harder to, to see than you think. Uh, right. I, I really don't know. Papa Ed says pre and post spawn will cause them fish to come up with different um, weights, too. And I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, guys and gals, if you do catch a fish that is tagged, especially like on Lake Wiley and around here, most people use tagger.com or fish tagger, I think is what he said. I think so. Uh Look at the numbers. Write them numbers down, guys, or put it on your phone or whatever. Look it up later. Put all the information in there, and they will send the person that caught that fish an email and alert them that, that their fish had been caught. You can gain a lot of great information. You can give back a lot of great information because that is the only way, guys, that we're actually going to learn more about the catfish and really in your area also, but that that information can be used countrywide. Right. Yeah. Jeremy. Like on shows like this. That, that's exactly right. Jeremy Beecham uh, brought up some stuff that I had left out when he was talking about Missouri. He said, there are still some fish that have cash rewards for tags and you are required to take those tags out and mail them in. And, and I knew that, but I didn't mention it. And uh, thank you, Betty, for, for posting that. We'll get to talking about Panfish Weekly here a little later in the show. Michael Morello, welcome. But that, that, that is true. You There are cash rewards. And my understanding is there's a lot of them that are uh, available that have never been caught and turned in. Now, if those those uh, tags are tagged in uh, on the Missouri River or the Mississippi River, or any of the tributaries to the big rivers, they might be in Mississippi or Louisiana or Arkansas or Memphis, or there's no telling where they're at because blue catfish, if they're unrestricted, will travel unlimited miles. And who, how often they do it, nobody knows. That one that was caught, that was tagged up, up, but around Kansas City, between Kansas City and Chilcothy, he was caught three years later in Memphis. My question has always been, 
Was that the first time it ever made that trip? Or how many times had it made that trip? That's where the tagging program can tell you. That's right. Is if they got caught in Memphis and then and if the tag stays in, yeah, and it gets caught back up of where it was where it was tagged the first time, then that would let you know that it returned. Uh tagged yep. hybrid on Norman is worth a hundred dollars. Hagen Grubb is in the house. Yeah, Matthew Anthony said, Nate Norman, I know tags their hybrid uh, bass and a hybrid tag fish up there is worth $100. I'd take that any day I'm fishing. You cast almost anywhere you locally fish. Hey, and them hybrids are fun to catch. That's a fighting cotton picking fish, boy. And, and they'll bite cut bait, which is a bait yes. a lot of people use. So if they'll bite cut bait, there's a lot of other stuff they'll eat. <laughs> they'll eat the crap out of daggone chicken livers. Yeah, I they will wear chicken livers out. Yeah, LG it's crazy, bad. and they ain't bad eating. No, they say they're really good. Now, I kind of a sweet that. meat. I seen another guy had just come in here, and he's gone, and I don't see him now because the chat's running so fast. But that Matthew said he's caught two on his boat. That's two hundred dollars. Woo wee, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That pay for your gas, wouldn't it? Heck yeah, man. Well, you know what? If that's, that's, that's <laughs> people don't understand, you got to buy gas to get where you're going, but you also got to buy gas to make that boat operate if you're not a bank fisherman. If you're both, it, it just costs money to go, but we all love it and we're all going to do it. And yes. that's just the way it is. There's more expensive hobbies out there. I promise you. I, we was talking in the chat before you come <laughs> in tonight that, um, uh, hot rod cars are probably a lot more expensive than having a boat. <laughs> I've lived that life, so I can tell you that that uh, that they're pretty expensive. Uh, Creole said he traded in two hot rods to get a boat. I think he's got the best end of that deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do your homework before you do buy into it because it can get expensive too. Depends on what you want to do. Well, I mean, I miss I miss them days. I really do. There's not much more fun than seeing how fast you go from a standing start to that's what I like. wide open and slam on the brakes so you don't run out the other end. But yeah, yeah. I, I miss it, but not enough to spend that kind of money to do it again. Hey, Catfish Bill, welcome to Catfish Weekly. They don't like hitting that second gear hard, are they? Third I like coming favorite. out. I like coming out that hole, but that second gear, something about that second gear when she starts rising with you, just. Uh, uh, I've I've had them to where when you when you dump the clutch, they stand up and all you see is the stars of the night lights, and then it starts coming down. And if it makes it to the ground and you're not in second gear, you're way too late. Yep, you're too late. And I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, and I've seen cars set up loud. I know they got nothing to do with catfishing. I've had old men sitting over in their daggum cars looking at you. If you pull the front tires, you just lost a quarter second. That's, there is some truth to that. There really yeah. is. Yeah, but anyway. There are a lot of catfish is in the house. Chesapeake Bay catfishing. Welcome, you guys. Yeah, I miss those days, but I don't miss, miss them enough uh, to, to spend that kind of money to go back and do it again. All-star yep. outdoors. I've 17 years and fish is a whole lot cheaper. You are 100% yeah. correct. And and I was the only one that got the entertainment value out of that. With this, Cindy and I both enjoy doing it. We get to take our kids and our grandkids 
we get to take other people out. And uh, you know what? It's just a lot more fun. The older you get, the more you understand them things. Team Camo Catfishing, welcome. Yep. No, I didn't transport jugs in my hot rods. Actually, guys, I was a little bit different than Lyle. I rode hot rod Volkswagens. I like that was uh, Volkswagens, yeah. And it was wicked little son of a guns, man. Uh, I had that one little old bug, Lyle. It did weigh but 968 pounds. <laughs> And I was putting 169. I was putting 169 horse at the rear wheels, yep. at the wheels. Yep. And everything was solid fire. Everything was fiberglass in it. And I could grab second gear, let go of the daggum steering wheel. She'd pull straight as an arrow and jump coke bottles with the front tires and stoplight to stoplight. She was a she was a tough one to deal with. But uh, I've I missed those days. I. Brad Bex, welcome to Catfish Weekly. Glad to have you in there chat tonight. I uh, I really do miss those days. Yeah, but, you know, I was 20 and 30 years old, uh, even as much as 40 and maybe into the 50s. But I'm not that anymore. No, no. It tells me how slow my reflexes are. I f actually think they're just as fast as they ever was, but she says they are not. Uh, who's to argue? You know what I mean? I'm not as good as I used was. I'm not as good as I used to be, but I'm good once as I was ever be. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it were fun days, but them get expensive. Young boy, we just work a little overtime just to get that paid for. That's exactly right. Let's get uh, back to tagging fish. Yeah, back to tagging fish. Sorry about that. Uh, but guys, it was still fun. It lets y'all know a little bit more about us on a personal That's level. Right. Uh, some of what we done as as younger men and enjoyed life. Uh, oh boy! But information wise, guys, a tag fish. If you do your homework and look up that information, you got not just location. You got <laughs> what season? Uh oh, I hate to see what was said. Jeremy Beecham says I used to race my sister <laughs> to the kitchen. First one there got to eat. <laughs> that's where i'm at today buddy <laughs> but you got you got location you got weight of the fish you got what time of year it was caught and if you know the lake pretty good by that location you can probably know the depth uh there's just a lot of great information that goes along with that and if that fish was caught multiple times and was at different different places in that lake then that gives you information that can actually start setting up a pattern line. Yes. Um, That's exactly right. Now, I'm going to to go out on the limb here, and, and I'm sure if I'm wrong, our old buddy Dieter will, will tell me if there's something better than this. But in my mind, tagging fish right now is probably the greatest information-gathering system that we have on fish that migrate like blue catfish do. Right. Um, it's a pretty much a proven fact that, that flatheads stay in a general area. I'm not really sure. And, and Missouri says in our waters, a roughly one mile area for flatheads. Now I don't know that for a fact, I don't know how they come to determine that. Uh, and I don't know on channel cats. I don't know if they go the great distances or not. But blue 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 catfish 
are known to travel. They they go up and down the river system, and and if they're in unrestricted travel areas, they go a long way sometimes, and some of them don't, I'm sure. But in my mind, I see nothing better or no better way of gathering information on those fish as far as growth, distances they'll go. There's just so much you could learn off of them uh, if they would allow to do it. Now, to allow to do it, the people right. that are doing those would have to keep explicitly perfect records and be able to get them in. Look out now, get them into the uh, uh, to the state where they could put them on like a spreadsheet for everybody doing it and all the stuff. So you know, there's a lot of a lot of variables, and I under, kind of understand why they they are uh, not hip on people doing it. But but you know, I I still think that's the greatest way that we have right now of keeping any kind of information factor going on, on catfish. Right. And, you know, and a lot, and I, and I might be wrong guys. And if I am, please somebody correct me because there's a lot more in here. That's got a lot more experience on this than I do. Dieter will. But I think when I get into something, I think deep and hard and do a lot of homework and it's starting to seem to me and me and a couple other guys has taught that the blue catfish was actually a river fish, right? From what I understand. That's my understanding, yes. All right. When this fish gets in a lake, to me, it seems like from everything I understand about the blue catfish, you might throw it out the cotton picking window when it comes to a blue catfish that has lived its life in a lake. They are different. They are different. Uh, his mannerisms, his his habits are different. I think he still migrates to to spawning beds and maybe even follow fish that run from dam to dam. Uh, I do, but I think that you more apt to have residential blues in a lake than what you would have in a river. I agree. That I agree. was, but I still to. And you, you, you tell me what you think on this, Lyle. I think a flathead is more apt to set up residence, but I think it really has to do with age. Me and you, we at home. Leave us alone. Well, leave us like home. Once did. No. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Leave yeah. us at home. Leave us alone. My food's right here. My shelter's right here. I think that these fish have done searched them lakes as a teenager running and chasing females or males or whatever for spawning, chasing food, that they've come across their perfect home where the bait is there, the shelter's there, and all they got to do is open their mouth once in a while and get them a good meal. Yep, and all, and they'll know where that's at. Um, Thomas Littlepage, new to our channel, to my knowledge, welcome to Catfish Weekly, says, where are the tagging taking place? And it's legal to do in a lot of different states, not in my home state of Missouri, but the Missouri Department of Conservation, they do tag fish. And, and some of them have rewards on them, some, some of them don't. But there's a lot of states that tag them for lakes and, and smaller fisheries, but there's a lot of tagging that goes on in the major rivers. And I'm major rivers, I'm 
to me, the, the Mississippi and the Missouri, they're the biggest major contributors to any river system. There's the Tennessee River. And I don't know what all you have out your way, James, uh, other than the James River. I'm familiar with it and the Potomac River. Those are the only two that I really uh, stay up on. Well, we got the Yakin River, but it's not a river compared to y'all's rivers. It, y'all would call it a creek, probably. That's down there on the east end of the of the Carolinas. Uh, and some good fish are caught out of the, the Yakin River. Uh, but there are some dams in between some of them, but not really, um, not like you, not like on the Catawba River side of it. And you do have the Catawba River that you see um, Flint Hill and them fish on. Right. And we got a couple other rivers, uh, the South Fork River stuff, but they're not really rivers like what you would say. Now, some of them, like the Rocky Rivers, you see some of them guys fishing where they got about run a jet boat up because it's a shallow and rocky. Yeah, we have quite a few rivers that are like that. Yeah, uh, that you might find pockets of catfish. Uh, most of them. Now, I've never heard of any good sized fish being caught out of those type of rivers, but who knows? They're probably in there and nobody's ever fished for them. Right. Uh, we got a couple of new ones. Patty Little, I'm not going to attempt the last uh, one. He was in I here see that either. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to butcher it, but welcome back to the show. We're glad to have you back. And Alan Pershaw, I hope, Pershaw, I hope I got that right. Welcome to Catfish Weekly. There's David, David Punk is in here. We forgot yeah. to mention David. Shameless fishing. Yeah, the PD River system. There you go. Thank you, Shameless. That's a good one. I, I've heard yeah. of that too. Yeah. That's the PD River. They some good fish caught out of it. A lot of guys, I know a lot of guys I grew up with, they used to go down there and go noodling. They could have it. Try to talk me into going. I said, nope, I ain't interested. Ain't sticking my hand in nothing. I can't nope. see what's in there. Nope. No, nah, didn't keep the turtle <laughs> throwed back to beaver. I said, nah, you throw both of them back. I ain't getting that in That's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, Lyle, pull up some numbers. Let's give a set of bobbers away tonight, if you don't mind, sir. I don't mind. I'm going to, you know, before we do that, though, right. dude, if everybody will look up at the top there and see our little Catfish Weekly CPR decal, they're sold out. More really? on the way. I wanted to give away some more of them tonight, but I'm not going to do it until they get here, and they'll be here later this week, so next week we'll do that. But they're gone. They didn't last very long, and uh, we got some more coming. I do have the the uh, decals for the, the poundage club, so if you catch a 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, or 90-pound fish, and if you catch one over 100, we'll get one custom-made for you. But um, I still have those, and now I have them in black and white. And, nope. James, they're going pretty quick, too. I've had to reorder once already on those. There you go. I'm uh, really thrilled that you guys have, our, our yeah. viewers have taken participation in this. Ohioan for life, 42. Welcome. Uh, thrilled with that. Thrilled yes. with it. It's going to be awesome. And and I, I've got a plan. When we get back to fishing, I'll be able to go out fishing with Cindy. And, and when she catches those fish, whether it be a 10 or 20 or a 50 or whatever it is, we're going to put them underneath her side of the boat. And then the ones I catch, the smaller ones, they'll be on my side of the boat. I hear you. That'd you be know, pretty cool. I think that would be pretty yeah. cool. Even hair. 
Thank you, Water Lawn Care. Uh, said he got a set of my floats down there at Jamie K's and can't wait to okay. use them. I appreciate that, my friend. <coughs> so uh, come out and said, people want to know how to get in the pound club. Well, here's how you do that. We started that January 1st. Since January 1st, if you catch a 10-pound fish, a 20-pound fish, and I'm talking about 10 to 20 is a 10-pound, 20 to 30 is a 20-pound, anything in that range, and so on, take a picture with the date that you caught it, or video will be even better. That way you can share it to all our viewers on Catfish Weekly. There you go. And let us know where you caught it and all that. I will send you, free of charge, one that fits that poundage. Now, if you want to buy one from past fish that you have caught, say you caught an 80 or a 60 or a 10 or whatever it is, and you want one but you haven't caught it this year, they cost you five bucks. And that includes shipping, and I'll ship you one out. Just let me know if it's black or white. If you have a picture, that would be great because i got to tell you, folks, when you all post them pictures on Catfish Weekly's group page, people love to see that. And the number of people that watch our Facebook page skyrockets every week when people post them pictures. So it's important to, to see that. But if you don't want to or you don't have any, we got it. Just let me know and we'll make sure you get one. But like I say, we don't have any 100-pound club ones made. Uh, yeah. But we can have that done. <laughs> we can make that happen. So, yes. so yes. that's how the Pound Club works. Like I say, uh, from January 1st, they're free. If they're past years of catfishing, we're happy to send you one. But they'll, they'll cost you five bucks shipped in to you. And, and we have them in black and white. So uh, we also have some Panfish Weekly decals. There you go. They're pretty nice, so if you get a chance, go work to Panfish Weekly's Facebook page. Give us a like over there. The new show starts the 21st with a gentleman. The Wisconsin angler will, fisherman will be on the show. This guy is in ice fishing mode. It's going to be great. We're going to have him on there, and we're going to talk about all kinds of fishing because he's been making some outstanding videos for the last four years, and I think we're going to have a good time with this. In the oh, meantime, God, yeah. It's got to yeah. be. Let me uh, uh, all star outdoor said he caught his PB yesterday on the Green River of 32 pounds. Congratulations! Heck yeah, man, that's a great fish. Avid George should be there anytime. Yes, uh, yeah, I, well, I, I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to watch your panfish stuff. That's uh, it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> I want to see somebody in big old two pound bluegill and stuff come reeling in. <laughs> I, I, you know. Old Mark that used to help us out on here, I've asked him to, to help me co-host that. And one of the reasons is he is up to speed on catching them big old crappie. And and who don't like to see that? Yes. Well, I, I contacted do. a buddy of mine that I know where he's got some big, some of the big black crappie in his palm because I stocked him in that son of a gun. And uh, he used to have some big old jumbo bluegills in there too. Them old big knothead. Oh yeah, I, that's yeah. what I like to catch. And, uh, and so, I like to eat them too. Oh yeah, that's uh, so. I've contacted him, and uh, trust me, guys. Right now, I ain't been able to put no catfish in the boat, but I guarantee you, I go down there and put some of them big old bluegill <laughs> crappy into that go boat with me. I got a little 10-foot aluminum jumbo that is perfect for that pond. Just right for that. 
Okay, James, I'm loaded up and ready to go. Pick me out a number between one and five, and we'll give away some bobbers. Let's go right in the middle of three. Three it is. One. Two. Three. And before I announce this winner, I'm going to let everybody know that the only way that your name shows up in chat or you can get in chat is you must be a subscriber to Catfish Weekly. So if you haven't, please subscribe to Catfish Weekly, and then you be in the chat, and you can get in on any and all of the drawings that we do. Because once you're in chat, we see it. We know you're in there. Whether you make a chat comment or not, it still shows up when we when we collect all the participants out of the program. Uh, and while you're at it, go over to, to the, your Facebook and check us out on Facebook and give us a like. All that stuff helps us with algorithms. It gets us pushed higher on the page so people can find us faster. So, And we appreciate it. One more thing before you say the name. Guys, these are about gone. This round of bobbers is just about gone, and I'll be getting ready to retire them. My label should be in any time, and the new ones will be coming out. So uh, giving them away. Who we got, Lyle, as a winner if tonight? If you haven't seen the new ones, you're missing out. Yes, they are the sweet. winner is Kelly Bullock. B-U-L-L-O-C-K. Is that a new name in here tonight? I've seen it before, I think, James. I thought I've seen it twice. Well, congratulations, Kelly. Contact me on Messenger through Facebook under James Smith. Or you can go to Patriot Catfishers of America Facebook page and notify me. And if you don't do Facebook, 704-600-8369. Or you can contact Lyle at Catfish Weekly, and he will get that information to me, and we will get you a set of floats out to you. That's right. And I don't meet – I want to ask the question. If you're male or female, because that name can be used either way, if you want pink, just let me know what color that you want. Uh, I've got blue, orange, pink, and green. And the pink ones are pretty special. Oh, they're bright, buddy. They're bright. You bet. They are. So uh, we have some here. I can't reach them right at the moment. Oh, no, can't. Give them. No, I don't have pink ones either. Mine okay. No. I got you got orange. Pink. You got, got orange and blue, didn't you? Yep. I like okay. the orange though, but the pink, yeah. pink or not. But hey, he got in some new orange lights yesterday, Lyle. Oh, ho, 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 ho. and the orange lights that I had put on the last orange ones was pretty bright. They was pretty bright, you know, not as bright as I had wanted. These new ones, they are brighter than the green. Oh, wow. I can't wait. He's put. He's got me. He got me a hundred lights ordered, so That's I can't awesome. wait to try them out. Uh, he turned them on, and I said, wow, wow. So That's what look out. The ghost floats are coming, guys. And boy told me, he said, you're going to have to carve pumpkin faces in them for Halloween. <laughs> uh, Jason Lamb uh, says the invisible ones are sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Betty says the pinks are the brightest. Betty loves yeah. them. So. Hey, when Betty posted up that picture of that pink one out there, Lyle, and I know that pink was bright. And guys, I ain't just talking about my floats. I'm just talking about the color pink. 
as a light. I don't think the human eye is really used to seeing that pink light. And when she posted that picture with that barber way out there at night, I could not believe the contrast that it throwed up. And I sold tons of pink ones because of you, Betty. Thank you. Uh, they love that picture and they seen that pink light and it's it's amazing. And a lot of guys ordered the green floats with the pink lights on them. They like the green, but they like the pink light. So either way, but uh, you know that just goes to show right there, James, of how important uh, a tool we have with with yes. um, with putting pictures and images and stuff up uh, on Facebook and different venues because people. People look at them and they look at Betty's stuff because Betty posts a lot of cool stuff and she don't she don't really pull no punches. She'll kind of tell you how it is, and that's what we all love about her. But she says the pink ones are the brightest. I'm gonna take her at her word. Hey, JR's in the house. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, Lyle. You know, we talk about tools like I done that one show talking about tools. Uh, social media can be used as a great tool, guys and gals, for information. And I know sometimes you might want to take it with a grain of salt. Depends on how much they want to feed you the truth or whatever. Take it down. Write it up. Who knows? They might be feeding you exactly what you've been looking for. That's right. That's right. Really. It can be great. It can be bad, just like anything else. You just have to. One thing you have to do is pick the people that you want to be affiliated with and eliminate the ones that you don't. And the people right. that have a bunch of negativity with them, I don't need them. We're, we're no. a happy bunch of people that catches catfish, and we need to stay that way. So the ones that are negative, we just don't we just don't need them in our life. Somebody said, how about some red angry face bobbers? <laughs> you know what? I'm pretty sure you can sell a few of those. <laughs> uh, probably could i'll have to make mr dockery some of them i don't have red pool noodles but i can sure put a red light in one of them i i'm uh, trying to figure out this gentleman's name that's in chat it's g-r-n-m-c-h-n outdoors i don't i first thought it was green mountain but i don't think that's how you abbreviate mountain no maybe so, green munchkin I don't Maybe, know. <laughs> you know. I'd like to know what that is so we don't get yeah. it messed up. Yeah. We're so happy to have all of our viewers in here, and and uh, we're, we're thrilled that everybody comes in and, and spends time with us. It's just – it's Green Machine. Green Machine. Outdoors. There we go. Uh, it's Green really, Machine. Really Green Machine. Green Machine. You guys show up, and, and when you do, uh, we was – I know we've had at least 117 in here tonight. I don't know how many yes. more than that, but – you know what? It means the world to us that you guys have come in here and spend some time with us. So thank you guys so very much. Um, we put a little effort into it. We could probably put a little more in it, but we're about having a good time and, and trying to share the information that we have. And if we don't have it, we'll get it from somebody. And that's where we get the great guests that we have and why we yes. have those is to give us, because we, you know, James, I don't agree with all the stuff some of the guests say. But they're successful. Their knowledge is important. And what works for me might not work for you. And what works for you might not work for me. But we but still, you might, we still but you, might, you might find out, Lyle, that information 
just one little tweak. That's right. Might be the next thing you needed. Yeah. It and, and interrupt you. For tournament fishermen or guys that are learning, if you're learning to, if you're new to catfishing and you want to learn, the best thing to do is try something from everybody because you'll learn something from everybody that fishes and find out something from them. They may they may snell their hook differently that works better for you or it's easier for you right. to do, or they may put their bait on differently. Uh, one of the greatest fishermen I know is Jason Athena, and Jason always told me when he's having trouble putting fish in the boat, that he'll change his leader. He'll change the length of it. He'll change the yep. diameter of it. He'll change where he puts a hook on. He does something because presentation is everything. And yes. I've always took that to heart. I never whoop, never forgot what he said. If you present that bait in a different manner, it, because you can't get a fish to go, you might get him to go if you just change the presentation. And I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yes. It might not be the bait that you needed to change. It might be just the, like you said, the presentation of That's it. Exactly right. And yes, I am on Facebook uh, under James Smith. If you can't find me, just look it under James Smith because there's a ton of us. Uh, <laughs> go to Patriot Catfishers of America and then go through that way and you'll be able to find me. Uh, Chad said something. Oh, he wanted me to know if I could put disco lights on him because his catfish like the boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Chad got a really great fish over the weekend. I'm not sure the exact weight on it. It was 30 some pounds, and he was proud of that. And we're happy that he caught yep. that because it was kind of a rough weekend to catch fish. But uh, that's where the guys that put the time in shine is when they put them good fish like that in the boat on them tough days. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, man. And you know, when you do do that, them days that you struggled. Like this, guys, the biggest fish I've biggest bluff caught was 44 pound live. 99 degrees outside. And what did I do before I got out my driveway? I blowed a tire on the pontoon boat. Time I got that tire redone, put back on, started down the road. I was ringing wet before I got there. Humidity out the roof, wasn't no wind blowing. And I just determined. It was determined to make me turn around and go back home. I said, well, heck no, I'm going to fish. It was a struggle. The boat ramp was full. It was just a struggle, struggle, struggle. Couldn't hardly get bait. Finally got some bait, and I finally set up and said, the heck with it, I'm here. Guess what? I caught 12 fish all on floats except the big one. It come off the bottom, and it was 44 pounds. I said, buddy. Perseverance sometimes pays off good. Absolutely. Now, sometimes it just kicks your ass and you can't do nothing about it. Exactly right. But a lot of times that perseverance will actually, it will reward you. Yep, I agree. It'll say job well done. Yes, sir. You know what? I know that we do not have those, but I also know that Miss Katie Dockery has worked so hard to get me those decals and they're on their way. We're over a hundred thumbs up, and we're going to give some of them away tonight. That'll work. And as soon as they get here, then we're going to um, ship them out to you. We'll give you one for the winner of this with over a hundred uh, people. Give us thumbs up. James, pick me out a number between one and five, and let's see who we're going to give that decal to. Let's go your favorite number with one. That is my favorite number in this. And it's getting hooked on D fishing. 
Congratulations, D. Absolutely. You know, it's been said that Gene and Betty are two of the luckiest viewers that we have. Um, they do win a lot, but you know what? Them are some great folks, and we're so happy to have them watching our shows that if they win every once there's Mr. T-Bone. I know we didn't say anything to him tonight. Welcome to Kansas no. And Bill Ponchett, I believe that's Chad's friend from down there, and Ratfish1000, another new one. Yeah, the, I seen another one up here a little while ago. An Allen. Oh, you said that. That was the name we were trying to figure Man, out how to say. So There's blessed. Mr. Hagen Grubbs in the house. He's oh, been yeah. here a while. I forgot he was it up here earlier. It's a pleasure to have Hagen watch your show. And they got a new video out. I watched it last night. Extremely well done, Hagen. Thank, thank you for making that. And there's some more out. I, excuse me. I've been gone most all day. And I haven't got to watch the ones. I got watched Dieters this morning, but I haven't the rest of them uh, got them done. So I'll be watching those after I get everything loaded up tonight uh, to check them out because I watch every video that I'm subscribed to. I watch every one and I don't just skip around on them. Uh, I watch them all. Now I might be doing something else and listening to some of it, but every one of them and, and it, Sometimes it takes hours to do that, but I learn something every once in a while from the well, a lot. Yeah. And one of the things that I learn is editing skills and uh, different ways to shoot video and where them at. I've, I've been taking notes on Dieter. I got to tell you, James, I, I got screenshots of all the places he goes. So, Mark, I can landmark him whenever I get out there. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get down here in April. Uh, Kelly, these lights do not strobe. Uh, we I had some strobing lights, but and they changed colors. And also, the people didn't like them. It was too distracting out there in the water. So no, I don't use the strobing lights. Uh, but that, yeah, I was looking for that. There's another name in here a little while ago, Lyle, and this done got on past us. I haven't seen Epic in here tonight. I'm not saying they haven't been in here, but I know that he's got a new video out too. There's David Martin. Um, the, uh, hey, JR, if you want to show me where Dieter's spot, <laughs> I'm sure there ain't nothing to piss him off anymore, and I'd be all in for that. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. Uh. You couldn't pass that one up either, could oh, you? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. That's hilarious. Oh, uh, there's <laughs> one thing about it. Lake Wiley, there's a lot of what we call community holes, Lyle, that you can go there just about any time of the year and you can catch a fish. You know, uh, not every time, but there's a lot of community holes, and, and a lot of them community holes produce some daggum good fish. But what does that tell you? People have communicated. It ain't that someone was trying to steal another man's hole. We start learning, and now these locations start sticking out to a catfisherman like a sore thumb. He can look on Navionics and say, I want to try that spot. Well, that spot looked good to you. 
but it also looked good to 15 other people that have been fishing that lake for a long time. That's right. One, and, and you know what? It's all public water, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It belongs to you and to me and everybody that fishes it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. The only way that you're going to find those public spots, unless somebody tells you about them, or you've seen somebody fishing that hole, is by doing your homework. That's right. And using the tools of the trade. Yep. David Martin said he knows where they at, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch every fish need a river caught if I ever get out there. <laughs> or I'm going to try, anyhow. There you go. We're going to try to make that this spring. It's on our calendar, and, and I'm excited to, to get out there and fish your tournament and to be quite honest. And I'll just be as honest, brutally honest as I can. I really well, don't care me. if I catch a fish or not. I'm not sure Cindy would. Of course, she's pretty hardcore. If she goes that far, she's going to want to catch a fish. But well, we, I want to get out there and meet all these fine people that we deal with on a weekly basis on Catfish Weekly. They're some of the most fun people loyal to our show uh, that I know of. And, and uh, I'm proud to call each and every one of them friends. And, and so many of them are out your way, James. And uh, I know Dieter pretty good. I've met him. We've talked and, and uh, interviewed each other a number of times and, and he's, he's a good guy, but you know, I want to, I want to shake JR's hand. I want to meet you so bad because you and I've been doing this a while and we've never met each other. No, never no. have. We missed That's like me and Junior Proctor. Exactly. I, Junior Proctor, David Martin. I mean, I yeah, could just yeah. go on and on and on and on. Uh, but when we get out there, uh, like I say, we can't just run out there and fish that tournament come back. We're going to have to stay a few days, and you never know where we'll stop on the way back or on the way out there because there's a ton of people <laughs> between here and there that I'd like to see. And there you go. One of them, I'm going to tell you right now. There you go. I mean, you decide to take and go swing up north around through Kentucky. Look how many people that's in here tonight that's from Kentucky. That's right. Uh, the Tennessee area, uh, all the way across the country, all the way back home, Lyle, you can meet people in just about every state. I've we've pulled into gas stations before, and people see this the stuff on our boats or on our the back window of the truck, and people come out there. I'll go inside to go to the restroom or something, and they'll start talking to Cindy and ask if that's who who it is, and it's people that actually watch our show, and they'll pull into gas stations when we're there and different things and it's amazing what yeah. six and a half seven years of this has done uh for the people uh and and i promise you guys i, I see a statement in here from ernie brown thank you so much and, uh we, we are the same when you see us in real life as we are when we're not maybe a little more potty mouth I'm not saying we are, but I'm not saying we're not. We're human, but we live life and enjoy it, and we have a good time. So there, that's that's the way life rolls for us, and and uh, we just, uh, Roger. I got to tell you, if I ever get to the point where I got to stop fishing, there'll be one of those. We're going to make it. We'll make a trip around to, to see as many people as we can because I hope it never happens. But we all know. At some point, it is going to happen. But, uh, you know, 
I, I'd like to stop and fish with Roger while he's out there. I, you never know. I might even make a trip up north and fish with old James Dockery. That'd be pretty cool. I think it would be really awesome. I really yeah. do. Yeah, uh, Ohio want to know whereabouts are you in Missouri, Lyle? I am in southwest Missouri in a little town called Buffalo, and I am 36 miles north of Springfield and roughly an hour or so south of the Warsaw Dam in Warsaw, Missouri on the, on Truman and Lake Ozark. So um, right, we are just off the highway. Like I say, Josh and Christina come down. They said they was going to be down, and we met them in Springfield. We had to go to Springfield anyhow. I had an absolute blast with them, and I can't wait till they come back down so we can um, go out on the boat this this summer and and do some fishing. And and man, oh man, you talk about a blast! That'll be a blast, and we'll make some videos and different yep. things and catch some fish and talk smack, make fun of James Dockery. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, one ton fishing the tournament. Check me out Wednesday night on Wednesday night show, Patriot Catfisher show. I will be going over everything for the tournament. Uh, so, yeah, please please tune in. And, guys and gals, I hope you can make it. This is a charity tournament, guys and gals. Uh, I do have trophies. I got to send them. I got to send them off loud, get all the dates and everything changed on them. Yeah. Uh, and also, guys, the first 50. I'm having dog tags made. So notify me after Wednesday of who you are. If you're going to definitely be at the tournament, I need to know if you're definitely going to be at the tournament. I don't need no money up front. The tournament is $50 a boat. That's all I'm going to say. But, Lyle, because we're raising money for veterans, I've got. 50 dog tags that's waiting on your name for the first 50 people to sign up for this tournament that's giving me a definite yes they will be there with your name on the front and on the back of it please let me know the veteran that you're dedicating this to we will have the veteran's name put on the back your name on the front wow that is outstanding that is outstanding now. I wasn't going to tell nobody. I had these since last year. Oh. That was something I was wanting to do. I've got a lady waiting right now to engrave every one of them. So please, guys and gals, get your name on the list. Send them in and uh, make sure you put a veteran's name, whether live or dead. It don't matter uh, who you want to dedicate this tournament to. And, uh, and guys, it's all going to Camp Centurion. It's here in North Carolina. It's a, it's going to be a rehabilitation home for our veterans. That's outstanding. Uh, Albert Trent Jr., welcome to Catfish Weekly. SK Crappie Adventures, welcome to the show. James, I, I you never told me that. That is one of the greatest things that I've ever heard come up with. Um, I have a friend of mine that I would love to have his name on the back of that and Cindy and mine on the front. So be looking for mine beak on its way. Uh, even if something would happen where we couldn't make it and surely this time something won't happen, right. but yeah, that uh, man, that that's they're, way cool. They're black. They're, they're black ionized dog tags. 
So once they stamp everything in, it'll really pop with the, oh, with the silver yeah. behind it. Uh, home run, man. You have hit a home run. At least in my eyes, that's one of the greatest ideas that I've heard in a long time. And uh, I'm thrilled that you come up with that. Yeah. Uh, guys and gals, that's what I hope that everybody that's been <laughs> part of my channel and part of Catfish Weekly, too, is that our main thing, guys, is giving back, not just to y'all but to our communities and to the people that's actually helped us get to where we're at today. And our veterans are the main source that's got us there. I went hunting up that way in Mark Twain, which is the national forest in Ruder, Missouri for a two week camp. I would definitely love to, I forget about this option. We have to pop these up there. Uh, oh, I do too. <laughs> only a two hour drive from me, uh, Northern Arkansas. You know what? Let me get healed up from the shoulder surgery. I want to fish with everybody. I, I really do. And uh, that's that's just the way it is. And and when the fish are on, uh, we'll have a great time. And if they're not, we're going to have fun uh, regardless. I know uh, the last people that went uh, come from Texas, and somebody offered a um, uh, deal. They wanted us to donate something. And I didn't have anything that they wanted uh, to donate. So I offered a day trip for them to give away, and they auctioned it off. Zach Murray's in the house. Welcome, Zach. And they auctioned it off, and a man and woman from Texas brought a motorhome up here. And that's when we first got that Illumicraft, and they waited until I got it and got it set up where we could fish out of it. And we took them out for a day, and we caught fish all day long. There wasn't no giants caught that day, but we caught a lot of fish, and they had a great time. And uh, I don't know what they paid for that trip, but they told me it was worth the effort just to be in the boat with us, and that made it all worthwhile. So yes. uh, Cindy and I had a blast. They had a blast. And, uh, you know, that's, that's why we do it. I mean, that's why we do it. We try to help people, and it's invariable. If if I've been in a boat with somebody that's ever fished for any amount of time at all, I'll learn something to them, whether it's how to tie a yep. knot or how to be courteous to somebody or whatever. You'll, you'll pick up something from them guys, and, and, they, and if they think they can learn something from us, that's even better. Yes. But just the friendship that you make with them guys being in the boat with you or on the bank with you, however it is, it's just that's it's all worth it. Yes, I agree, Lyle. It's the good Lord's blessed each and every one of us. We live in America. That's right. Uh, and I did not get to serve our country, so y'all, I, I do call myself Patriot James. Actually, I call myself James, and other people started calling me Patriot, but I didn't get to serve in our military. I'm just trying to give back. And uh, so if any of you question that, that is the truth. I did not get to serve. Uh, Why won't it ain't, it ain't for the lack of wanting to. There's got to be a way I can click on this one and get it up there, and I can't do it. Oh, man. Or who is it? I'm trying it's to find Josh, it. the weekend angler, says I learned roof repair by watching James Dockery. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Ward says, we're not too far apart either. I've been looking for someone that knows a little about Truman. If you can wait till spring, we can do it. I love Truman. Uh, I would rather fish Truman than, than um, 
Lake of the Ozarks, that didn't do it. That didn't do it. Um, but I can't do it from my side. I, I don't know. I've done it a while ago and it worked perfect, but now it's not. But I love fishing Truman Lake and we're we're roughly I an hour you, or so from there. So yeah. I think you just hover over it, Lyle. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, I think you just hover over it. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm not making it happen. Okay. I know, I know a guy that knows about doing this, and after the show, I'll find out how come it's not working every time. But uh, right, uh, it doesn't. It, I, I I usually can figure stuff out eventually on on the on my computer. Just click on it, Mark well, that's said. That's what I did. Let's, it didn't do it. Okay. It's not doing it. For whatever reason, it's not doing it. But a while ago, it worked perfect. Um, but, yeah, uh, if it was on a phone, I'd never figure it out. If I, <laughs> I just I really struggle. Jason Blackburn says, fish with me. I'll teach you how to talk trash and catch, catch nothing. <laughs> I can do that already, buddy. <laughs> we have a contest to see you talk the most crap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a feeling there's a lot more of that go on in this daggum catfish community than what people let on, don't you? Oh, I maybe this is the problem. I was on, I think that's it. Cindy said you already do that now. Yeah, I, do, yeah. <laughs> I figured out what I was doing wrong. Uh, um, okay, you have to be on StreamYard, not, not YouTube, to make it happen. Oh, there you so, go. There, there's, there's the problem. Uh, like I say, we'll eventually figure stuff out and, and do that. But yeah, we, Cindy and I love to fish. Now I'm going to tell you right now, most of the time when, when we take somebody in the boat with us, I put them in the seat and I'll go up front and set and let them fish with Cindy. Don't get in her way when, when that goes down, if it's on her side, buddy, you, she's going to get that rod. She'll race you to it. There you go. Thomas yeah. Little Page. The tournament is in North Carolina. It's right outside of Charlotte. It'll be on Lake Wiley. And it's Wiley's on one. I mean, Charlotte's on one side and Gaston County's on the other. So, yep. Trash talk does make it fun. It does. It does. Especially on them long days when they ain't crap biting. And there ain't uh, nothing you can do. You just sit and talk junk and. Maybe fire an old grill up like old David Martin. He fires up some dang gun food on that boat, boy. Dude, I got to tell you, old Roger has been uh, cooking some pretty good yep. stuff on the old muskrat here lately. I mean, yep. uh, they had some brats here a while back that looked mouth-watering. And um, I've had some that other people fixed that was really good. I can't fix a brat that works fit to eat. I usually... I usually monster them down. Cindy don't like them, but uh, I, I need to figure out how to cook them like everybody else does because the ones he fixed, they looked awesome. Uh, it was really Josh, good. come in Wednesday night. We're going to talk a little more about that. There will be some bank fishing. Just realize this is a public landing, uh, and that time of year, it may or may not be pretty crowded bank fishing, but they are some good bank fishing at that place. Uh, Flint Hill on my boat with a grill. <laughs> yeah. Flint Hill had a great video out the other day. If you guys get a chance, go watch that. Yeah. It's really uh, good. You can it can be a nightmare on boat traffic in the summer. While it can be a nightmare, uh, that's why I would not do it any later than April. I, de I about debated in having it back in January, Lyle. 
but I was so concerned after last year when people was driving back and it's sleeting and snowing and freezing rain and stuff like that. I thought that would break my heart if somebody wrecked their car, even if they didn't get heart hurt. I it would just break my heart knowing that I'd put something together and somebody could have got hurt. Or that, I understand that. I, I and, and a lot of people may not understand that, but if you've ever been in a situation where something like that happened, you'll understand it a lot better. And, and that's where I'm at. I don't want to do anything to cause anybody any grief or any, any anything like that. And Roger uh, fixed chill. Yeah, he fixed Philly cheesesteaks the other day, and they look like they just about melt in your mouth. The one ton gang does a lot of that. Uh, cooking on the bank too. Yeah. So, there we go. I see. I make a bath of Louisiana hot sauce and brown sugar. Heat that on the grill until the brown sugar breaks down. Then cook your brats and that sounds really good, Josh. I'm glad to try that. Man, oh man. Yeah. Uh, I, I have noticed though, James. I run into a little problem with that hot stuff. I dearly love it. But it keeps me up all night. Cindy brought me bought me some little pills that you take to keep from that upsetting my stomach so bad. I right. can't, still can't eat it like I once did, but I can eat it a lot better than I did here not too long back. There you go. I like it on occasions. It's something that I don't. I like it. I love the taste, but I just I'm just I hit spells where I like it hot, and most of the time, I'm just a good old Southern boy. I like it fried up and bacon grease and. I do too. Yeah, boy. Heck yeah, man, that's all good. Yeah, uh, but I do. I like a little bit of heat on some things, not all things, but a lot of things I do. It depends. It depends on what the what it is, really. You know. Well, it does. It does. I, I know some guys. Um, it doesn't matter what it is, and I'm kind of like that with butter. You put butter on every, it makes everything taste better. Some guys are like that about hot sauce. I think Creole's one of them. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that it doesn't get too hot for him. Uh, I think he dislikes it, but I, I, I like Cajun food too. But it Chrissy Brown says you can put bacon grease on ice cream. <laughs> that's, that's me. Bacon makes everything better. I say that. Oh too. yeah. Oh, it don't. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bacon makes everything taste better. I tell you what, Lyle. You know, I, I I get into springtime when the morel mushrooms come up. And I'm going to tell you what, guys and gals, if you never eat them, you fry them rascals up in some bacon grease and then make you some daggum, uh, was that, asparagus sprouts? Yep. Those asparagus sprouts. Fry them up in some salt and pepper and butter. Oh, and then throw you a steak in that daggum stuff when you oh. get through. Oh, my word. In a black cast iron frying pan. Ooh, that make you smack your mama. <laughs> That's a good right there, boy. Your daggum lips about beat your eyes shut trying to chomp down on them uh, things. Yeah. Cage, uh, Creole says he he can't take the heat either. But I'm surprised. I figured he really liked it. Um, he probably done had his insides burnt loose down there around where he's at since he's a baby. <laughs> I, I see that um, – uh, Kevin's wife, Anna, grows some really hot peppers, and I forgot who she sent them to the other day. I thought it was Jeremy, but maybe it was something else. But uh, I think from the looks of some of them, they would probably make your eyes swell shut. They just look smoking hot. I mean, maybe that's where uh, Kevin come up with the term smoking hot when he talks about her. But, uh, you know, 
She grows the reapers. Oh, I don't know what she's got, but she's got all kinds of them, and they look really good. Uh, I like reaper her. is it doesn't make me. I just I just can't do it anymore. The reapers are 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 wicked. Speaking of Kevin, while I'm thinking about it, he he has a Facebook page about the Golden Whisker Awards, and that was so much fun. And I think that was so important to our sport that if you get a chance, please go over and give it a like and and comment on it. It helps Kevin out. It gets the the program going. He's going to have another one of them this year coming up. So whenever you're watching YouTube videos, take notes of who you like and and who you think done a good job and who's funny and who's this and who's that. Then at the end of the year, you can give an educated evaluation on who you want to vote for for these because, to be quite honest, some of the big guys make some money at YouTube stuff, but us little guys, we there's no money in it. I mean, everybody says, I want to get monetized. Well, I don't know why. it takes you a year for you to get your first check. So it's not a big deal about the money. But that Golden Whisker Awards was a home run, in my opinion. We were so humbled to be a part of it, get nominated for a few, and actually win one. Um, it it swelled me up pretty good and for you that didn't see it. But Kevin done a bang-up job on that, and I'm looking forward to the next year because he's done such a great job with this year. Right. Yes, sir. Uh, so please take a look at that. Talking about the hot stuff, I got a little little funny <laughs> thing, and then I'll let you go. Many years ago, at a chemical plant I used to work for, and I grew up with this old boy, but in a chemical plant, I smoke, and I don't show it on video. But anyway, at the chemical plant, of course, you can't smoke down there. Right. You have to walk way out in the daggum road to smoke. So I started picking up the habit of dipping skull. Well, this old boy, he dipped so much freaking skull that his lip stayed completely raw all the time. But he'd pile it back in. Well, we called him. He'd come in and bum it from everybody, but have two or three cans in his truck down there. I know guys uh, that smoke with cigarettes when I used to smoke. Hey, so I, you know, you can break a dog from sucking eggs once in a while. I steamed a label off a brand new can, so I didn't tear it. Steamed that label off, and I got a buddy. He grows them habaneros. <laughs> I took and put them in a daggum handkerchief, and I crushed them things down, and I squeezed the juice into that daggum nice, pretty brand new can of skull. And then I resealed the lid with the label on it. Hey, let me get a dip. I said, I was down there in the truck, man, laying on the front seat. I just got it at the store. He went down there and popped that thing open. And you talking about putting turpentine on a raw dog's ass, son. That rascal broke broke out, went to running. I son of a gun, it lit him. He quit. He never asked me for another dip, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it lit his wig. He cussed me. I said, man, you opened it up. I ain't touched it. <laughs> Never yeah. believed you, though, did he? No, he didn't believe yeah. me. <laughs> that led me into something that I haven't told for 40 years, but I had a friend of mine that I grew up with, Alan Finley. Him and I run around together, and we might have had an adult beverage or two together over the years. But <laughs> Creole's laughing. Look at him. They yeah. laughing. <laughs> Oh, Alan, he, his dad would, was uh, the head of the street department where they kept the roads clean in the winter and repaired yeah. the streets in the summer and all that. And he works some 
terrible long hours, and he was an older gentleman, and people thought so much of him. They's always giving him a bottle of whiskey and stuff, and he'd set them on a thing that had a, a basement in their house, and Alan and I go down there with razor blades and lift them things up, and we'd drink a bunch of that out of there and fill them back up with water, set them back down there and glue them labels down, and he'd get another, and we'd do the same thing. I don't think he ever got a straight bottle. Uh, all, all the times Alan and I run around together, but uh, uh, we kept him lightened up where we could handle it for a while. There you go. <laughs> it was good stiff after you put a little water back in it, was Yeah, I got to tell you, <laughs> my son told me, my oldest son, Tony, he dearly loves hot rods, and he told me, he said, Dad, I was born a generation too late. I would have liked to have grew up in the time frame that you did. And, and I say, well, enjoy your life as it is because those days are long gone and you missed yeah. them. And I'm sorry about that, but you can't get them back. But um, things are so much different now. If you yeah. enjoy fishing as much as James and I do, enjoy it to the fullest extent. Because at some point there may be something else you like better or something may happen where we may not have these these rights and stuff that we have now and be able to go hunting and fishing and doing all the outdoor stuff that we dearly love to do. Mike Greenwell, I don't think we mentioned it, Mike, and, and I know he's in here. Yeah. Uh, Mike Chavez. There's a man that cooks some warm stuff. It looks so good, and I can almost taste the heat when he's cooking it in them videos, man. Hey, and it looks good. I had to eat it where it fired me up on both ends or not. I still had to eat it. (laughs) I agree. uh, I believe it'd just be a good, enjoyable meal sitting down eating with old Mike, you know? Yeah, I I think I could get in a boat with him and have as much fun without eating it. If he's fixing food, I'm going to eat it. Oh, yeah. You know, I couldn't pass that up. <laughs> the guys and gals, all of it, we have a lot of tools and a lot of some of the best tools in our in our tackle box is each other. That's right. The friendship really that we have made, if it wasn't for YouTube and being able to do Catfish Weekly and Facebook, I would never met James. I would, uh, if it wasn't in the old days, for um, forums, catfish forums, I would have never met Doc Lang and a million other people. Well, maybe not that many, but close to it. Uh, and I'm very thankful that we have these venues, and I hope they continue the way they are. We don't get suppressed because you just you just don't know anymore what's going to take place. No. But each one of the people that watches our show or uh, come up and shook hands with Cindy and I at tournaments or talked about James and I doing shows together when we're out and about. Um, they're very special, and those relationships are something that we will never forget. Uh, and and I, it's, it's worth everything, and that's why we do it. It's, you know, we're no different than anybody else, and there's a lot of people that's probably more knowledgeable about fishing, and all we want to do is share so the people that don't know can catch more and enjoy it as much as we have, and that's just why we do it. And, Lyle, before we get off here, and I, I was going to say it at the top of the show, but uh, I want to say it now. Guys and gals, I want to thank each and every one of you for your condolences and your well wishes when I lost my mother last week, it meant the world to me to read y'all's messages. And I promise you, I did not take one of them for granted. It meant the world to me. And I want to thank each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart. 
And, and you know, James, it's a sad, a sad deal. And and uh, I recently went through that. Well, it's been a few years now, but and we love you like a brother, bud. And and we just, you know, there's only so many things you can say to make you feel better. Uh, but I know that everybody had you in thoughts and prayers, and that in itself is a powerful tool. It really is. It meant the world. And uh, there's a lonely old man out here in the world, me and the wife, and uh, out here in the woods. And uh, to have that many people actually not just give a thumbs up, but actually leave a comment, Lyle, yep. speaks volumes. Yep, exactly. I feel the same way uh, when it happened to me. And, and I knew that you felt that way. And uh, I love the conversation that you and I had the other day. It was one of the one of the most important conversations that we've ever had, in my opinion. And you and I talk quite a bit. Um, yeah. And I'm sure people understand that with the things that we do. But that was yeah. a great one, and I'll never forget it. Yeah. Well, I thank you, Lyle. You've been there for me. And, of course, I'll be there for you anytime I can, and you know that. I uh, do know that. You'd call me up right now in the middle of the night said, James, I need you here. I'd be on the next plane. I'd be on the red eye out of here, so. I gotta tell you something. There ain't no landing spot in Buffalo, Missouri. Man, I got a, I got a parachute. I'll jump out. <laughs> just pick just pick me out of the trees. <laughs> Dude, you might be a little a little too old to be bailing out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> but I might not be in the shape when I hit the ground as when I left the plane. But I'd still be there, <laughs> <laughs> crawling, dragging, or something. <laughs> oh boy but you know while with that being said when i call you a friend i mean that i i appreciate I'll just call everybody a friend that's that's right i don't when i do i i i mean it too and and uh, you and i become extremely close and and it means the world to me uh Thank like you, I say, that conversation the other day touched my heart, and I'll never forget it. I hope it done you some yeah. good. It done oh, me yeah. a lot of good, and uh, and friends are friends, and and it, it, you never want to lose a friend like that. You just no, no. Uh, prosperity catfish said patriot paratrooper James. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, that's one thing Lyle always wanted to do, and I've never done it. And now I done got too bad of shape, I couldn't take it. I understand. Let me pull my calendar back <laughs> up. I want to want to make sure uh, Betty Jean has been posting. Get you, honey. Get down. I ain't been. No, I wasn't a paratrooper. I've been chased by a few troopers, but <laughs> the twenty first is Thursday. Will be the very first Panfish Weekly Show. Now, that show will be on live right after the Shad and the Chad and James Dockery go, do their show on Thursday night. It'll start at 8 Central, 9 Eastern. And the Wisconsin Fisherman is going to be our guest. He's been doing videos for four or five years. He's got outstanding stuff. If you get a chance, go check him out. They're very entertaining. Um, talked to him the other day. We're excited about being on there. Uh, we want to make this as good as Catfish Weekly if we possibly can. Uh, it's something that I've been interested in for a long time, and since then it's going to be quite some time probably before I'm able to go after big fish. Not that I don't, I don't mind catching small fish, but when you catch big fish, it's just 
you like to catch them. So uh, yep. we're hoping to have everything going and set where I can go up the Mendota and catch some of them giant cattle channel cats. But if they say, no, you can't do that, then I'll watch Cindy catch them and I'll be just have just as much fun going out there and finding them. Uh, but I plan on catching some too. JP3 said I'd probably have a soft landing if I took Patty with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. But, you know, uh, the panfish show is going to be a lot of fun. Yep. The, and not wait. this week, but the 28th, Babe Winkleman will be our guest. That's going to be cool. And Babe Winkleman uh, is way up there on the food chain for me. He means a lot to me. I spent about an hour on the phone with him the other night. He's an outstanding guy. He's done everything in the world, raised four girls, and he's got a lot of information about family and friends and God and and doing TV stuff and doing shows and catching fish. I mean, he can talk about anything for as long as you want to talk about it. And he's going to talk with us for a while and take questions at the end of the show. Um, I'm pretty sure that show won't get over in an hour. No, uh, probably and not. I don't think Babe can stop that quick. You know, no. super nice guy. My gosh, I, I haven't had that much fun visiting with somebody for a long time. Uh, so be sure to 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 tune into that if you care anything about uh, about pan fish and stuff because I think Babe's caught every fish there ever was to be caught. I, I mean, if it, he just catches everything and and uh, you're right, Roger, he is a legend. Of, he, he just is, and and Babe, I believe he told me seventy two. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Lyle. I believe I'm, he's one of them people that's probably caught just about every fish that swims. I think so. In North America. Yeah. And it might be, oh, he, he might have traveled worldwide. Yeah, he's been worldwide. I'm sure. That's that what I was thinking. Together, we could reel in a good one. I got one good body between the two of us. <laughs> That's for sure, man. <laughs> James, we're running on about an hour and 40 minutes. We, you know, I usually don't do shows this long, but it, it was an outstanding show. We had a That's lot of good. people in here, and I absolutely had a blast doing it. So, be sure to tune in next Monday night. Um, who was it? I said we had for a guest. I forgot. Too much stuff going on. I just had a brain fart with you. Uh, Flatty Daddies. Flatty Daddies. Boom. That's going to be a great show. Man puts a lot of quality fish in the boat. He's exciting when he's making his videos. Go check him out. We'll get him in here, and we will have a blast with that. And you won't have to listen to James and I rattle on about uh, stuff. But, I, I mean, I enjoyed talking about tagging fish tonight, James. I'm glad that was your idea, and I'm glad you come up with it. Well, it was a great one. And we always end up talking a lot of good information that normally don't get covered in them. Swamp Diver, you're exactly right. Babe, Babe said, not Dave, but Babe said, when God said, let there be water, Babe said, hang on, let me turn on this faucet. That was Babe Winkerman that, that said that. Thanks for joining us tonight, JR. Yes. We're glad to have you in chat. Everybody, thank you so much for watching Catfish Weekly. We appreciate you guys being in chat and visiting with us and carrying on. And and uh, it's, it's just always fun to have you in here. Uh, I'll get some more stickers in, some more yeah. details. Hope you got, I know you guys are liking them so far. And don't forget about the Pound Club if you're interested in that. But thank you all so much for watching the show tonight. James, anything else? God bless. And don't forget, the ones that want to come to the tournament, 
look up Wednesday night. We're going to be discussing it, guys. Wednesday yeah. night, Patriot James on, on YouTube, Patri Patriot Catfishers of America at 7 Central, 8 Eastern. Be sure to do that. Let's see. Let's run through the, the lineup before we go. We're, okay. we're on tonight, and tomorrow night is Muskrat Adventures with Roger yep. Mint. Um, Wednesday night is uh, Patriot James Catfishers of America. Thursday is, is uh, James Dockery and, and okay. Chad with the bait shop. Um, Friday is uh, Mark that would be your buddy. Catfish and, and crappie. Um, Saturday is Norm and yep. um, Palmetto on Sunday. Palmetto on Sunday. Uh, gosh, I can't remember the guy's name. But in there, Stan. Stan Norm stands on Saturday, and and then uh, right. Palmetto's on Sunday. Don't forget to check out the Golden Whisker site. Thanks everybody for watching Catfish Weekly. See you next Monday night.